Welcome to the Courage to Connect podcast, where you'll find authentic conversations, short stories, and a whole lot of vulnerability. Our host, Mark Ostash, is a digital wellness author and human connection expert who has written two books, done two TED Talks, and is frequently featured in USA Today. So check your phone one last time and get ready to be encouraged by Mark Ostash. Hey, welcome to the Courage to Connect podcast. I'm your host, Mark Ostash, and it is good to hear you and see you, even though I can't see you or hear you. I know you can hear me. And uh, if you don't know me, uh, you'd know that I love to tell stories. And I feel like I've been on a marathon of travel the last few months. Uh, lots of plane trips, uh, lots of layovers, taxis. Taxis are like the... Um, you know, the Ubers and the Lyfts. If you if you really knew me, you'd know that I still refer to MapQuest and taxis to get around town. Uh, but all joking aside, on today's episode, I really want to talk about uh, travel, but as it pertains to uh, airplanes. And the title of today's podcast is called Landed Safely. So let me just describe kind of what's been going on. Uh, there's been a lot of work to be done uh, out in the field, speaking a lot of hope into teams who are weary, uh, still encouraging folks to connect uh, online, offline, and inline. But I have to tell you, uh, there's been a huge expansion for me personally in the education space. So I found myself at conferences and events all over the world, speaking to uh, educational leaders, principals, superintendents, um, art directors, uh, just anyone in the field of education on the leadership side. So it's been awesome. So about a couple of weeks ago, I was in North Dakota for a conference, uh, and after a brief layover in Minneapolis, which is a beautiful airport, by the way, uh, I hopped onto one of Delta's probably smallest aircrafts possible to get to good old Bismarck. Now, I've never been to Bismarck, um, but I'm sure if you have, it's in the Great Plains. And uh, as I was told by the gentleman I was sitting next to on the airplane, uh, you have to go about 100 miles outside of Bismarck to hit the next uh, neighboring city. But before we took off on this really small airplane, I happened to see that the cockpit was open and I thought, hmm, you know what, maybe I'll grab a picture and uh, get a little selfie action, send it back to the kids just to let them know that dad is alive and well and, uh, you know, getting ready to take off and super close to the pilots in the cockpit. Thought the kids would appreciate that. So uh, as I walked uh, in, in uh, towards kind of the front of the plane, I asked the two flight attendants, I said, hey, would it be okay if I got a picture? And literally at the exact same time, one of them responded, sure, while the other was a firm no. So I kind of smiled in this awkward moment and they looked at each other and the pilot or in the uh, flight attendant that said it, yes or sure, she decided to get the pilot's permission first. So don't mind me, that's just my phone going off during my podcast recording. So listen, I'm at the front of the cockpit. I asked the flight attendants uh, if I could get a photo with the uh, captain and the second flight mate, if you call them that. You can tell I'm not an aeronautical engineer. I'm just a, just a passenger on this plane. So I got to tell you, um, I went to get a selfie. The younger pilot smiled with a thumbs up. And the captain uh, gave me this kind of eerie grin like, are you kidding me? Get your selfie and get out of here so we can take off to Bismarck. So his silence kind of spoke for itself. So as I was knee deeper in this awkward moment, I decided just to get a quick selfie and I sat back down quickly 
and I was super thankful that the moment had passed, but I'm pretty certain the captain was even more grateful. So as we touched down to Bismarck, I reached for my phone and texted my wife, as I always do, landed safely. Now, I send her this text every flight, which got me thinking, I got to imagine other people do the same thing. And as I've you know taken a dozen flights in the last couple months alone, I've been noticing that each and every person pulls their phone out as soon as that cabin door dings and uh, you find yourself with Wi-Fi back on and your airplane mode off. And everybody seems to be grabbing their phones. Now, my suspicion is that people are actually texting, landed safely. So as I was reflecting on this, I thought, you know what? I'm curious to know if I can get to the bottom of this. But at the current point in this kind of reflection, I was just glad to be in Bismarck. It was a super long day of travel and it was about eight o'clock. So as I landed, I was the final flight in the small little Bismarck airport. So as I landed, got my got my luggage and I began to exit and it was it was late at night. There was it felt like a bit of a ghost town and uh I was like I don't think I can actually get an Uber from here and there was no taxis lined up and my Lyft app wasn't even downloaded because as I confessed earlier I don't use Lyft. So um and of course I couldn't print my MapQuest directions to my hotel because I didn't have a printer available. It was, I left it with my VHS tape back at home, but I'm bunked. All right, dad jokes aside, I walk outside and I feel my nerves begin to set in because I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm going to be able to catch a ride to my hotel because um, there doesn't appear to be any transportation. And I notice out of the corner of my peripheral, I see this white van kind of, you know, inspicuously marked in, in uh, it said some sort of words that as I walked up close to her, it said Radisson shuttle. And I thought, oh dear Jesus, that is my ride to my hotel. So like a sprinter leaving the starting blocks, I headed towards the van with my luggage and greeted the driver with a friendly smile. And naturally so, it was just her and I on the shuttle and I began making small talk. Uh, I asked her, you know, all about her Bismarck roots and how she's born and raised in North Dakota. And uh, outside of one year she spent in New York City, she was glad to be back uh, home with her family in Bismarck. So there was about 10 minutes of just like what I'd call, you know, casual conversation. And then I began to think, I began thinking like, it's it's nine o'clock at night. Like, can we just leave? I don't think there's anybody else coming on this shuttle. And uh, I was like, I'm just going to ask her. I'm just going to say, you know, can you, can you please just get cruising? Um, happy to tip you out. Uh, but right before I could utter my request for her to leave, the shuttle doors came gliding open and the entire flight crew from my plane boarded the van. And there were two immediate thoughts that ran my by my mind. The first one is, oh gosh, these poor people have to spend more time with this selfie guy. And then the second thought I had was, hmm, I've got about 10 minutes of drive time to ask them some questions. So if you haven't met me or you haven't seen me speak, I, I feel like I was a journalist in a former life. So I found myself harnessing my journalist prowess and uh, I began to go back to the question I had, which is, hmm, I wonder how many people text the words land safely when they touch down. So that was my question in the in the van. Now it was dark, we were driving, and when I had the courage to ask, hey, how many passengers do you think the text the words land safely upon touching down on the runway? And there was a dead silence in the van. And I thought, oh my gosh, like you could hear the muffler rattling 
uh, underneath this old shuttle van. But thankfully, one of the flight attendants broke the silence and said, I don't know, maybe 50%. And then the other flight attendant said, ah, probably not that high, probably more like 20%. So as they began debating back and forth, uh, which percentage of the airplane texts the words landed safely, the captain shared that if he were to text his wife landed safely, he would do so nearly six times a day. As he said with a grin on his face, while the other pilot, indicating the same sentiment, uh, said, yeah, me too. So like a good journalist, I finally had the attention of the captain, which was really my, my main goal for, uh, for the car ride. And I said, hey, captain, what does it mean to you the term landed safely? And he turned to me with a smile and he said that we didn't break anything or hurt anyone. And I smiled back to him. And at that point, we were pulling into the Radisson entrance roundabout. And I thanked each of them for their time. And I gave them a gratitude notebook. And I'm pretty sure they were grateful the interview was over and that they could rest from their long day of travel. Uh, but as I laid in my Radisson hotel room bed, I thought to myself, well, that was great to get the perspectives of two pilots and two flight attendants, but I feel like I need to increase my sample size. So laying in bed that night, I decided to post on LinkedIn. I did one of those polls and I just simply said, please help me settle a friendly debate. Uh, do you text the words landed safely to a family member or friend when you land on the runway after flying? So I fell asleep, my alarm went off, I woke up, checked my phone, and saw that there was over 200 votes on this poll. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. And lo and behold, about 73% of people said they do text those words. So feeling affirmed of my hunch, I also began to reflect a little bit more on the human nature that we all have to let our loved one knows to let our loved ones know that we are alive, safe, and seemingly back in control on the ground. But the more I travel in this road of life, the more I begin to realize that we never really actually land safely. Uh, from the time we come out of the womb to the time we take our final breath, we go through seasons, situations, and circumstances that are filled with exciting takeoffs, scary touchdowns, and as you all know, a whole bunch of unexpected turbulence. So as you listen to this little story, and as you think about uh, where you are at right now, maybe you're feeling afraid to keep traveling um, in this metaphorical flight that you're on because of some sort of uncertainty, or maybe a door's closed in your life, and maybe you're hoping you can just find yourself in a better in a better place than where you are. Uh, my encouragement to you today is just to take a deep breath and uh, trust the adventure that's in front of you. It's probably um, something that you need to continue pushing through and exploring. And maybe you've been stuck in the same place for a long time. So maybe it's time for you to pack your bags and set flight on a new course that's calling your name. Uh, but as you think about this, uh, just just think about the people who are kind of in this. Think about the flight attendants and the captains uh, and the flight crew in your life, those that support you, those that you call or reach out to when you've gone through a major life event. Um, maybe it's maybe it's time that you just give them a ring and thank them for their their support on all the all the miles they've traveled with you on. Um, you know, and as I was thinking of this story and wanting to share this to you on the Courage to Connect podcast, I think sometimes we have these behaviors like texting when we land on an airplane, or even when we're driving in the car and we let somebody know, "Hey, we've arrived safely." 
it is a bit of a um, an exchange to say, "Hey, I'm alive. I'm well. Everything's okay." And uh, you know, as I wrote this newsletter, many times I will share a thought like this on my newsletter, and then I'll share it on a podcast, and it's a great way for listeners to hear it or read it. Uh, but this past uh, week, I was at an event and. A gentleman came up to me who I've known for years, but I don't really know. I just know him through this kind of business network. And he's like, hey, landed safely. Great piece. Thanks for writing it. And I thought, oh, thank you so much. And he goes, it really meant a lot to me. In fact, uh, I'm somebody that um, has longed to hear those words. Uh, my parents both died in a flight crash from Detroit to Egypt 25 years ago today on this very day. And with tears in his eyes, uh, he began um, acknowledging what was literally a quarter century ago, this experience where his parents never text those words back to him. Um, but he found himself in a better place. I don't know if he was fully healed, but uh, grateful that um, that we could kind of exchange this dialogue on, you know, what does it really mean to land safely somewhere? And why is it that it feels like life is full of different destinations, some of which we plan for and some of which we have no idea how we got here? So just give yourself a little bit of compassion and grace today as you think about uh, the destination that you're heading on. And uh, as you uh, you know, reach out to your, your flight crew, so to speak, let them know you love them. And uh, you never know what their day has been like, especially if they've been around an inquisitor inquisitive passenger like me. So thank you so much for tuning into the Courage to Connect podcast. I'm your host, Mark Ostash, and I hope this story today uh, lifted your spirits and allows you to land somewhere safely as you continue on this journey of life. Please share this episode, make sure to subscribe, and thank you so much for tuning into the Courage to Connect podcast.